1: Break eighty. This guy's Break, yes. Break eighty. In your life, have you seen anything like that? This is another Break Eighty podcast. This time, a Masters Friday wrap-up edition. Stouds here, joined by Mike. Congrats on make it to Friday. Let's have ourselves a moving day. What do you say?
0: Yeah, it's uh, moving for Scotty to get the green jacket pretty much with the looks of it here.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a, like you had mentioned, he basically five stroke lead. History would say tough one to lose.
0: Yeah. I mean, just looking at some of the history here, um, in the last 100 years of majors, it's 16 times as a guy had a five or more stroke lead and they're like 13 and three. Um, The last time uh it, they didn't, uh, somebody didn't win was 1982 Bobby Clampett and in 1936 at the masters, Harry Cooper did have a five shot lead and lost, but you know, it's I don't,
1: know. A I don't know who the
0: hell Harry Cooper is,
1: but he's probably was a good player, but uh, I don't know if he's as good as Scotty is right now. Well, I'll continue to call Scotty Scheffler Ned Flanders because he <laughs> looks like your hidey-ho neighbor, and he just goes about his business, does not look rattled ever. And the way he's playing, it's almost like I think as a fan, unless you've picked him or got money on him, it's you're kind of wondering, are we going to have any drama on Masters back nine Sunday? Yeah, and i
0: I think it's going to take him shooting – you know, even par tomorrow or, you know, or both days and somebody is going to have to shoot another 67, you know, Hideki or somebody, but I think it's going to be pretty windy. So we'll see what happens. I just don't, he doesn't seem at least right now in this stretch of golf to have any weaknesses. Like nothing, nothing stands out.
1: Yeah, normally you can find one little thing about a guy's game that, you know, not great or not not elite, but it doesn't seem like he, if he has a, a putt that's makeable, he makes it. If he's, you know, on the tee, he's hitting the fairway. If he's got an iron in his hand, he's stuffing it to, you know, 15, 20 feet pretty much every time at worst. So it's one of those things where it's like, that's where you kind of think about, you know, he's won so much, he's, it's not only that he's won so much that. He's got that confidence, too. It's not like he's got a lot of scar tissue over the last few weeks. I mean, he's won three of his last five events he's entered.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, you know, you think of a lot of these players in the field, these top of the, well, just look at the world rankings. You know, Rom hasn't played real great, um, but like Morikawa, probably maybe the best iron player, but the putting is always a little bit of an issue. Um, Victor Hovland, they say chipping is, you know, all, all these, all these guys, they have an issue, but then they, they talk and no, nobody ever brings up Scotty Scheffler's issue because right now it doesn't seem like he has one. He's fourth in strokes gained off the tee this week, 14th in approach, seven around the green, and sixth in putting. I mean, it's just, it's unreal.
1: The only thing you can rip on is his footwork, and that doesn't seem to be anything problem. So his, his doesn't balance- seem
0: to be an issue. He was That's wearing not- Tiger Woods shoes today, which I thought was fascinating. He's got Tiger shoes on, and Tiger's wearing foot joys. What the fuck is going on right now in the world? I don't know. What about his socks you mentioned? Yeah, yeah, Jordan socks on. He's he's just rolling with the goats. He's got the Jordan socks and the Tiger shoes. (laughs) Ted Scott in the bag. He's got them all.
1: That's right. Well, let's segue into Tiger a little bit. What are your thoughts on his round? I mean, I think the stats would say that it was pretty much similar, but if you watch the round, it was a little bit different than yesterday.
0: It was dicey to start. Like, I think... People that were at home watching and Augusta were like, is he going to make the cut? I mean, it uh, he was what five bogeys early or something. Uh, plus four through five. Yeah. And he wasn't, I mean, he had a few and I don't know what, you know, the shot tracer isn't always the most accurate thing, but he had one drive. It was like this squirty uh-huh. fade on, I don't know. It just looked gross. And I'm thinking, Oh boy, this isn't good, buddy. He, he pulled it together and made a bunch of birdies. Crazy.
1: I, you know, with Tiger, that's one of the things that I just admire the most out of him. I just feel like he never really truly gives up on a round. And it's so easy as, as golfers and amateurs, like, you know, like if you've triple bogey right away, or you string a couple bogeys together, it's really hard to get back on track. And it's like, if you watch him, his, his body language is your know, focus level. He doesn't rush himself. He's not, he doesn't have this. I don't care about this shot now. It's just like, he just like, he's telling his son all the time like play to the next shot no matter what's happened and it's fun like that part of me watching him it's just that i love that i love that part about him that's that's basically why he's always been you know the best yeah and i think one thing about all almost all
0: these pros to me you know when I go out and we're just out playing, and if it's, if it's longer than a four hour round, I'm just frustrated. Like, this is so slow. Come on. Those guys are sitting there forever. Tiger was sitting there on that bench forever today, waiting to there in the two because Usti got hurt or whatever. Louis did not do him a favor there. You're right. No. And they're sitting forever all the time. Like, Jesus got to take a lot of mental fortitude just to always be focused and whatever. I'd be asking for a beer or whatever, just like what we're doing. <laughs> You better but like did, who you're playing with. Yeah, that's for sure. But I did see this. This is a good stat today for Tiger. So Tiger birdied 13 and 14. It's the 12th time that he's done that already in his career at Augusta, birdie to back-to-back holes. And he's done it over four decades. He's done it in each of the last four decades.
1: And the thing is when you, when you share those stats though, it's like, I don't even, it's just like another, another Tiger stat. It doesn't really do anything for me because it's <laughs> like everything that, you know, that he does, it's just, it's untouchable.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. The la- I don't know if this is true, but I saw this on Twitter or something. The last time, supposedly, that he missed the cut. I think he's made like 22 in a row or something, and then he had a couple years where he didn't play. The last time he missed the cut was the same year Scotty Scheffler was born or something like that, which is pretty
1: wild. So as we trans- transition a little bit on of Tiger, I mean, he's plus one right now, you know, nine shots back to the number one player in the world you would probably have to say that he's not going to have a chance to win. I mean, in my opinion, I think his his chance to win a major is probably at this point not going to happen. But we also said that, you know, it takes a nice little tidy 68 or 69 tomorrow and he's looking to possibly top five and that would be an accomplishment in itself for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, if, if Scheffler is not running away with this, then it's a different story. He's not that f- far back you know whether he'd be four shots back I think then yeah um you know he actually I just I think he might have found something there in the back nine a little bit today he got going but you know because yesterday he hit half the greens and rag he looked pretty rough early so I don't know if he's firing on all cylinders enough to shoot a couple really low rounds in a row you know but maybe yeah.
1: he found something on the back I don't know his driver looked really comfortable in the back. I will say that it seemed like he was pretty comfy hitting that little, like we talked about, that little squeeze cut, and he just picked up his tee right away. So we can get. I think he just needs to find that sooner. I think he tries to feel out himself for the first few holes, and you know, at Augusta, you got to take advantage of two and three, and try to hang on through four and five. And then if you can get through those, and you have a couple, you know, get through ten. Actually, his t- shot on ten today, holy buckets! Yeah. Is that a golf shot or what? Yeah, he's, I think, going right of of that flag.
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. Like when you're watching it on TV, it looked like, where the hell is he hitting this? And then all of a sudden it lands and it's just into this little narrow area. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, you don't, I, I, you, it's one of those, it's like, it's like the shot that, uh, that Cam Smith hit at at Sawgrass. You, you pretty much know he could not have been aiming there. So, no, I mean, probably he probably ha- aimed at the flag and, and it faded a little bit on him. But, yeah, heck of a shot there. Yeah. he um,
0: I think he's he, – one of his issues, I think, now probably when he's behind, he's notoriously kind of bad starter at Augusta. He doesn't have a great track record early in the round. Um, he's going to have to if he's going to have any chances somehow catching Scheffler. But I don't know if anybody does that.
1: Well, let's look at this leaderboard a little bit. Uh, we've got from the, you know, we've got at this point, I don't know how, how many, I think 10, 10 guys that are under par. Is yeah, that right? I
0: think, I think one under is T10. Actually
1: right? 11 guys. Actually, sorry. Let me try that again. Cause we've got one, two, three, four, five, six guys that are T10. So that'd be, does that make, make it 15 guys, 16 guys, whatever it is. Yeah, one under is um, in the top 10 somewhere anyway. Okay. And, and with, with that, I mean, any any surprises, anything that I mean, we I, I have to I I did in yesterday's pod get on Justin Thomas a little bit yesterday. <laughs> I want to make sure that
0: he listened, he responded. Know, if
1: he's listening to this podcast, I wanna apologize because what I thought he would do, you know, being plus four after your first round, I thought he would press a little bit, try to be over aggressive, try to go at flags. And what he proved is that the dude's got some balls of steel and he came out and just, you know what? I had a bad round, put that behind me. I'm going to go light it up. And he shot a smooth 67 today. So shout out to JT on that. Um, You know, maybe he can make another one. It's hard to go back to back, you know, really low rounds at Augusta, but maybe he's got it in him. Anybody else from the leaderboard stick out?
0: Yeah. Shane Lowry played great
1: four under today.
0: Uh, Hideki, how about Hideki who has been hurt and not playing? He's right there now at T2. Um, maybe some, how
1: many uh, back-to-backs winners we had
0: only three ever have won back-to-back in Augusta history. You know, it's really like uh, uh, great for Scotty Scheffler. I like Scotty Scheffler; He's he's stud. It's kind of too bad. He's running away with it because it's a really good leaderboard right behind there. Morikawa, Cam Smith, Dustin Johnson, Hideki, JT, Tiger, it would be really great drama if they were all packed. It's a super packed leaderboard right behind Scheffler.
1: Let's say Scheffler's at minus three or four. Then we've got a, a, a different conversation for sure. Yeah. A,
0: with a bunch of studs, you know. Yep. Um, um,
1: Moving our way down, anybody else? I mean, I guess we could also at some point talk about the, the notable cuts, but <laughs> anybody else that actually made the cut that you want to? Um Talking yeah,
0: about. I think I'm not a Bubba Watson guy, but if anybody out there watched the shot he hit on 18 today, <laughs> it is it is unbelievable to me some of the shots that guy pulls off. He that ball was like sitting on a stick up in the air or something, and he somehow hoisted it up over the trees crazily to like five feet, whatever it was.
1: I think as you I'm trying to think of putting myself in a, in my, I think that's one thing. Like if I have a sometimes if I had a dead straight shot where it's like, I just have to hit a normal golf shot, I can struggle. But if like I can visualize something and like create something, sometimes I actually pull it off. And I feel like that's what Bubba's like. Like if you give him a direct easy shot, sometimes it might not work out because he just doesn't have the imagination. But if you give him something to, to bend around or give him a, an angle to hit at, like there's a, maybe he just focuses a little bit more, but that yeah. shot was, was pretty much, you know, that's why he's a professional in yeah. my opinion. So Kisner,
0: Kisner, he's paired a tiger tomorrow.
1: Not a great track record. And I, oh. you know, good for Kis. He came back, kind of said, you know what? I'm more than a match play guy.
0: Yep. I, uh, I'm disappointed with my, my winning pick. Patrick Canley struggled today. Three over.
1: And three over is pretty much a normal score for today. It wasn't like it's a, yeah. you know, a bad score, but we have to mention also that he's in prime position to do another backdoor top 10, Rory McElroy. Yeah. He's it there. And he will be there. He will probably get a top 10 by, by end of Sunday, but that's how he rolls.
0: Yeah. Huge props to Mackenzie Hughes. I don't know. Half you end up even know who that is, but he needed to birdie 18. To get in and he drove it in the bunker with that deep bunker where you can't even see. And he the nails on this guy made birdie out of that bunker. After early in the round, just cold shanking one straight sideways, just completely sideways. And the crowd cheered. And then he
1: did the old tip of the cap to the crowd. What a good good master's. Handled moment. it, handled it like a true gentleman. Yeah, handled it like a pro. Um, if you if you listen to our interview from Kate Smith, she talked about the bunker on 18 and how you know if you go in that left bunker, it's basically you are below below sea level down there yeah yeah he made birdie and and, and i'm
0: looking at the leaderboard last guy on the bottom of the leaderboard just so you guys can get excited about two more days of super electric dressing adam scott i don't know what color i don't know what kind of khaki gray combos he can roll out more but he is the ultimate boring dresser and weird dresser on tour
1: made a great par on 18 he had to par pushed one a little right then he went in the bunker to the right, which is basically you would think is dead. And how, what he thought about is he actually, um, I watched it, he put it up on the top shelf and let it come down and get, He knew his, his best opportunity is hitting a 10 footer. And then he, he, he put it in. So I mean, it clutch when he had to, had to have it. You know, you so know, else, is,
0: you know, Also, was too sweet was JJ Spawn. He's T16. He's coming off the win last week to get in terrible start yesterday. He went like doubled one bogey. He was atrocious to begin with and he's all the way back to even par. That's a pretty cool story.
1: Sometimes those bogeys just settle your nerves a little bit. Just get a bogey out of the way early. Yeah. That seemed to be for him. Um let's look at some cut notables. I've got a little list here going. Um some of our top guys that are, you know, typically in the hunt or have been playing playing um well as of late. We've got Sam Burns re- recent winner at the Valspar. Uh, Mr. Augusta Jordan Spieth um, might oh, no. have a problem. He might need a putt right-handed.
0: Yeah, and uh, and not only putting, he was last, dead last in strokes gained approach, and this is below all the amateurs playing, dead last in the field, in the field in strokes gained approach.
1: He might have some soul searching to do as he Holy takes shit. his flight back to Texas. I don't know. I don't know. And then how about Mister uh, Confidence himself, Brooks Kepka? Another miscut at Augusta. That's yeah, two which back, I believe
0: he was so good the front nine yesterday. He was really good, and then just shit the bed in the back and never found it again. Yeah, you know, I don't he's know.
1: Notorious, he's notorious for the majors, basically saying he knows that he's only got to beat you know 10 guys well at this point he's he can't beat 44 guys or whatever made the cut so definitely he he as well has some soul searching to do um your boy the speed golfer himself bryson DeChambeau, with a smooth 80 today your thoughts my boy he didn't break 80 today
0: <laughs> i have some thoughts on this guy god i can't can you imagine I if I could if, if him and Billy Horschel were in a group together I even at Augusta I don't even know if I would go watch it I might just go leave the, the property I don't if, if I if they were like you have to leave or you have to watch these two play I might just leave. oh my god um Bryson shot 12 over for two days um, Mr. long ball Mr. 400 yards blah 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 just so everybody out there knows Larry Mize, who is like a billion years old, uh, and playing in his last Masters, shot eleven over, averaging two hundred and thirty yards off the tee this week. This week, um, and he beat Bryson by one. So golf's a crazy different,
1: game. Different way to golf. In fact, you know Bryson's twelve; he's actually twenty-two over the par is sixty-seven.
0: Yes, par sixty-seven. You know, I think. I, so I think when he when he first started doing all the you know going to hit it as far as I can and all that training. Um, I think people's bigger concern was he was going to get hurt, which he kind of has now supposedly, but I almost look at it like, he's trying to do too much other stuff now. Like he's trying to long drive competitions and trying to do all this YouTube stuff with the dude. Perfect people like, like, how about just, you want to hit a far grade? How about focusing on golf here? You know, I don't, I don't know what's going on there.
1: It is a very humbling game. And as soon as you get a little bit off track and people start talking about it, it is uh, – and, and many have done this. I mean, I'm sure at some point he'll find his way back a little bit and get and get kind of dialed in again. But he definitely has kind of lost himself. I mean, he can't just drive and um, he's not putting well. He's not chipping well. There's a lot of things he's not doing very well. Um, yeah. Moving on, Abe Anser didn't have a very good tournament. Um, I want to mention Xander Shoffley. Um, yeah, and the reason him? why I mentioned that is because <laughs> this dude – I picked him. He's played well at Augusta. It's not like he's, you know, he's had a great history. He didn't make his first birdie. He's a top 10, is he top 10 golfer in the world. He's got to be dang close. Got to be close. Top 15, whatever. He didn't make his first birdie until hole 34, 35, 17.
0: Which is weird because yesterday was soft conditions and it was windy, but it wasn't like impossible.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was surprising. And then um, a guy that usually typically plays well, I have Justin Rose written down as well. So he, yeah. he also is a man who has lost himself. Abe answer was like, went full eject
0: today. He was even coming into today. and just went full fucking eject mode. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what happened to Abe. Um, I do, I do want to give a shout out to old Bernhard though. Bernhard hey, missed the cut. 76 76 missed the cut but this is amazing to me because those fairways aren't i know there's some of them kind of big but they're sloped you know you roll off the fairway bernhard hit 27 and 28 fairways 96 on sloped fairways like we're not talking flat you know driving range like fairways they're sloped and the ball runs off and that's pretty wild
1: us amateurs would just kill to hit 27 and 28 just to see what we would oh shoot god crazy um well, as we think about going into Saturday called moving day, um, you know, and thinking about tomorrow's round, any I have an opinion. I, I think, you know, if I was the masters committee, and in this case, I think I would set it up to be a little bit more difficult tomorrow, just to see if we can kind of reel Scotty back in. Um, it might give a chance for somebody else to kind of make a run, even if you shoot like a 69 possibly a 68 out there but with some wind I don't know I would set it up a little tough cuz you know Sunday is going to be the usual spots and it's yeah. not supposed to be as windy it's supposed to be kind of your best weather day of the week
0: yeah it should firm up it should dry out more um uh because they got the sub air and it's supposed to be windy um and I, what's crazy is speaking of the course conditions, I, I heard this this morning. I didn't realize this. They tore the whole golf course up like last year after the Masters, at some point in time, took all the sod off and they added uh, 18 inches of sand and then put all the sod back down just so that the whole golf course would drain better. And there wouldn't <laughs> be, and there wouldn't yeah, be, of any, course, they did. <laughs> and you wouldn't even notice. It was like, it's like immaculate. And of course the pros are still complaining about like one mud ball they get every every four rounds or something.
1: Got a mud ball, Stevie. I still have yeah. that um,
0: yeah, I think I think what's gonna need to happen probably is you gotta get somebody that can get within three, maybe three going into Sunday. I don't yes. yeah, three give somebody a chance. I think he's, Scotty's pretty steady. And I think not just anybody, I know like Schwartz up there and I know he made that run, you know, he made all the birdies. He, he doesn't have that. It's got to be somebody with a little firepower that gets up there that could maybe shoot a low round on Sunday. You know, I don't know who it's going to be. But. Well,
1: you got Hideki. I mean, dude, I mean, DJ, you got, you know, Cam Thomas. I mean, I mean, there's Morikawa. I mean, there's some, there's some players there. And if, if Scotty has a bad hole or can't get any momentum going where he all of a sudden, you know, is only, not making birdies and he's just parring holes maybe you know maybe he starts thinking about it more but like i said he's won so much recently that he's got yeah. tons of positive thoughts and vibes i mean
0: the only thing i can think of is he's got to sleep on it you know possibly two nights and it's not like he's sleeping on a lead at the waste management or even the wgc this is the masters you know but i don't know he was he was a stud at the rider cup too so Nothing really seems to bother him. So I, I I don't I just don't see it the way he's playing. But crazier things that happen, it'll make for great TV if he if he blows up.
1: Yeah, we always as a as a spectator on Sunday, you always want a little bit of drama. And if he's running away with it, you know, you're definitely gonna probably lose some some viewers there. But um anything else from our
0: uh fighting? what do we got here? Oh, I got a here's like interesting tidbit. So Scotty Scheffler's making his first start in the Masters after becoming world number one. Um, the only other time that's ever happened was 1991, Ian Woosnam, who won. So if Scotty Scheffler wins, both times it's ever happened, they would win. Um, it's, I actually think it's pretty cool for Scotty Scheffler. I think a lot of people think, well, you know, they see the name, they maybe don't follow it as much. They think, oh, he just backed his way into number one in the world or something by, by luck. Who's this guy? But he's validating. He's backing it up this week. You know, sure. People don't know Absolutely. as much about him.
1: Well, he's yeah. I I think I I he doesn't and he's not like anybody off the golf course either. He's just kind of like I said. He's he, I I call him Ned Flanners. He's just yeah. You know he's he's great temperament. You know he ah shucks if he hits a bad shot. I mean it's not there's no
0: yeah. He he you could walk by him in Target and most people wouldn't <laughs> even know who he is. You know. It's which is crazy because he's number one in the world. But
1: you think he'd have you know three kids walking by him too? Looks yeah. such like. A man.
0: So let's just do a little recap of our picks here before we get to okay. through tomorrow. You got Rom at T23 plus two. Is he gonna make a run?
1: You know, plus two is I I think is out of contention at this point. I I, I keep I keep thinking that Rom is gonna find it because he's so dang talented. And at one point he didn't have any weaknesses, but the dude just putter struggles i mean i'm watching everybody else drain some pots he can't make anything so i don't know you know he's gonna have to go scuba low tomorrow if that's
0: you're gonna have to rely on your other guy the the, the best player in the world just ask him billy horse <laughs> hey,
1: hey listen to me he flights it better than anybody else just, <laughs> just ask him
0: i can't listen to him like listening to him when they have him mic'd up and stuff is impossible not to mention his pre-shot routine takes forever uh, Tim's got Cam Smith, who's T6, 200, and Max Homa, who's T38, plus three. And I got Cantley, who laid an egg today, but he still won over at T19. And Fitz Fitz is uh, even par T16. I would have never have taken him. I would have never picked Matt Fitzpatrick. I like, I like to think of myself as a, as a fan of golf style. But this one slipped by me. I did not realize he played in Skechers because really? he would have been, oh, yeah. he's a Skechers. I didn't realize it either. Wait, he bad.
1: doesn't walk on clouds all day?
0: He's been walking <laughs> on clouds for two days now, shooting <laughs> even par, and I would have never picked him. He, that's an automatic, him and Coocher, they're automatic off, off the board. But oh, great. he's got even par, so all our guys have made the cuts. We got that to watch out for tomorrow, so we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're masters. It's moving day. Um, I'm excited. We'll see see how we end up. And uh, I guess as the famous um, Minnesota Twins game six, 1991 goes, I guess we'll see you tomorrow night. All right. Yep. We'll see how it goes. Break 80 Break 80, Break 80. Break 80.